This episode of the Power 5 Podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Driving School. The Ultimate Driving School has been serving upstate South Carolina for over five years. Owner John Shumpert has over 20 years of experience teaching people how to drive. Virtual and face-to-face classes are offered for driver's education. Students will learn how to change a tire, check oil and tire pressure, and participate in activities with intoxication goggles. You can find more information at www.ultimatedrivingschoolsc.com. You can also find John and his team on Instagram and Facebook at Ultimate Driving School SC. Give these guys a call at 864-554-1071 and tell them the Power 5 Podcast sent you. Happy New Year and welcome to episode number 49 of the Power 5 Podcast. It is our last episode of 2021 and this week we will be going down memory lane as we go over our favorite Power 5 moments of 2021 and joining me as always is Brant, Christian and Colin. Happy New Year, gentlemen. Happy New Year, guys. 49 episodes. It's crazy. I feel like we did one every week, so something's not adding up, but I, I can't believe we're all still standing here, fellas, after a full year. Especially Colin. Hey, we've made it somehow. Somehow, some way. Especially Brant. He usually doesn't come in until about six and a half minutes. How you doing, Brant? Hey, I'm good, man. Thanks for the opportunity. No, it's been fun. It's been fun. We've ranked some weird stuff. We've met some cool guests. Excited to talk. Uh, excited to go down memory lane a little bit. I just want to know how Brant's having a kid coming up with all this work we've been doing on the pod. I just don't know how he had time. And that's, you know, when the video goes off, you'll know what's happening. Oh, boy. How about Uh, it? How about it? After dark. (laughs) Hey, I can't believe it either, man. 49. I mean, when we throw this, you know, we're probably – it was last November, I think, we started tossing around this idea. Here we are, finally, January 17th, I believe, was our first episode. And 49 episodes later, it's crazy, continuing to go. Kind of plowed through some dull, rough spots. Not rough spots, but just – when life gets busy and hectic and um, you just got to push through those. And, and, and thankfully we did. So man, thankful for you guys. It's been a fun role. It's, or excuse me, a fun run and whatever a role is. Hawaiian roll. Roll, Hawaiian <laughs> dry, right. dry, no butter. Dry and, uh, only. Dry nuts. Right, don't sop up the gravy with it. Anyways, been a I fun saw. run. Had some amazing guests so far. Had lots of laughs. Who have we had? Who, who's your favorite guest? All right. They're all the your t- favorites. Honestly, off the top of my head, and that was going to be just a, a memory to share. Ryan Smith. I mean, hey. like for me, like it's The Rock and Stone Cold, and I really don't care about any of the other ones. <laughs> there you go. Well, those are good picks. Well, uh, usually you chime <laughs> in or tech. It was a it was a sound effect right there from somebody. I don't Do we have a soundboard? Like Kevin, I have wanted a soundboard on the show for like twelve weeks. I want to like press it and go like boing. We do need one. Oh, I'm sure there's some kind of bootleg sound effect yeah. side of what well, it was just all of our guests. No, the first thing that comes to mind was Roy Philpot and Eric McLean. 
Eric, what's up, man? This is Christian. Uh, just wanted to say, number one, thank you for joining. Number two, next time you talk to Kelly Gramlich, let her know. Uh, check the DMs. Somebody may have uh, asked her to come on as well. Come on. Uh, I'll get her. I'll get her on here for sure. <laughs> get it. Get it. Get it. Uh, very cool. Uh, so kind of in that same vein there, I wanted to know, um, you mentioned uh, William Qualkenbush. Can you tell us like his darkest, deepest secrets or something we don't know about him? Well, I'll tell you something that was hilarious is when the ACC network did, I think it was like their little traditions bit uh, of each school and they did it on Clemson. And he was just like, I think he was talking about the rock and the hill maybe. And he just started bawling crying. Now this is not a secret, but it is definitely one of the funniest things I have ever seen. This man is bawling crying on national TV for everyone to see. And I've seen that clip over and over and over. So that has to be one of the best things that has ever happened to anybody. I mean, <laughs> you know, coach Hills is always amazing too, man. We have so many, but In the, the first Super people Bowl that came to, came to my head was, was Eric McLean and, and Roy Philpott. What's one place you would want to call a game, any sport, just one venue. One venue. Um, I mean, I've, I've done it in a lot of places. I crossed the, uh, the Rose Bowl off the bucket list a few years ago, oh, cool. Oklahoma, the Swamp, uh, Georgia, Alabama. You know, honestly, I, I'd still like to call a game in Clemson. Okay. All right. Yeah, like that. That, 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 that's never happened. It, it, it's almost happened a couple of times but it, it's never happened. So we, when that happens, that'll be pretty special. We've really, I think, from my perspective at least, overachieved on our guests. Absolutely. Like I never would have thought way back when, in January when this thing started, that we would have had some of the caliber guests. Like Jonathan Dilworth. Yes. Twice. Twice. And, By the and- way, Jonathan <laughs> was, was invited on tonight's pod. What would your name be? Oh, man. And what would your finisher be? That's a good question. I mean, I mean, I feel like it might need need just to be Dilworth. Yeah. And then his finisher would be the number two. Well, (laughs) (laughs) something to do about a barn for sure. Yes. Maybe maybe like the barn stormer. I like that. Oh, I like that. If if you know, you know about the barn. We'll just leave it right there. I like it. Yeah. I like it. He would have been the honorary guest. Like, if we would have had, like, hey, guys, talk about the pod. He was definitely that guy. Like, you know, when I bet myself out of an episode, he was on deck. You know, so shout out to Dilworth for that. I got to say, I was impressed with our female guests early on. So, Brant, I think we owe you the pleasure there. But Ashley, you know, Shamahadi. I went for my number one with Reese Witherspoon and Sweet Home Alabama. I love that movie so much. I could watch it all the time. And like I said, my brother and I, we just would, we'd always watch it with my grandma. She loved it too. And it's just such a feel good, classic, classic movie. I feel like. Yeah. Cue the Skinner. The Alexa Dat and Danny Wexelman, man, like great caliber female guests really early on. Oh, we are so excited to be here. Anytime someone wants to talk to us, I feel like is a surprise. Normally we're the ones who we have to come up with the questions. So it's kind of nice to be the ones who get to sit back and answer them. Yeah. It's a bit of a role reversal, but we (laughs) love it. So thanks so much for having us on. Yeah. You're very, very welcome. I know you guys are super busy spring training, just getting started up, but I know you guys are living the dream. I mean, man, I was impressed. I think we've outkicked our coverage on guests. What do you say, fellas? And think about like a guy like, 
you know, Coach Hans. Like, oh, love Coach following Kurt. his stuff now. Man. I mean, my, uh, my number one is Eric Taylor. Yeah, and, and the re- the reason a little bit uh, personal is my wife and I, my first head coaching gig uh, in New Hampshire at Bedford High School where I was the head coach, uh, she was the main office secretary. So she wasn't the guidance counselor. But, man, she, she would pull me aside, you know, she, she is, she's my best friend, as, as you mentioned, you know, Kevin, as far as you coaching before, and you know, my wife comes to every game, often will come by practices sometimes, and, and hears all the prayers for certain players and the headaches and the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. But there were times when I was coaching at Bedford when she was in the main office where she would send me a text like two minutes before I'm about to address the team to go out, you know, leave the locker room, and she's like, party at so-and-so's house tonight. Because she would hear someone that was waiting to see the principal so she put a little, you know, seed in my brain. So after a big win or a tough loss, I could address the team and say, hey, by the way, avoid so-and-so's house today. And uh, I, I don't think many of the players at that time put two and two together and realized that Mrs. Hines was telling Coach Hines things she would hear. But, yeah, I just think you guys have already mentioned so many great attributes of his character. But, uh, yeah, just I, I think did so much right as a character, as a football coach, trying to marry and balance that that – that job, that calling as a coach, and the most important calling as a father and a husband. So, yeah, Coach Eric Taylor is my number one. What what a motivational dude he is. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we were absolutely on a run of really motivational-type folks. Like Jason Romano, if you go back and listen oh, to yeah. that, like he's tons of wisdom in him. Like just his story of jumping from ESPN to start his own thing like that. We are just a few days later, and it is my privilege to introduce the very first guest of the Power 5 pod, Mr. Jason Romano. Man, we are pumped that you were here. Wow, that's a wonderful introduction. Thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. I didn't realize I was the very first guest. And, you know, I guess when you ask mayor, mayoral com- candidates and some other more famous people, you settle for me. That's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm glad to, be, glad to be here. Yeah, I don't I don't consider the sub stuff for the NFL. And with this episode being a, a ranking of the top NFL helmets, uh, I, I would consider you the expert out of those three other guys. It was just cool stories. And like, like Colin mentioned, Coach Hines, just great, great human beings. It was cool to get to know them a bit. Speaking, you know, Christian, you mentioned female guests. You know, the one female guest that we have tried and tried and tried to get on the show, Eric McLean's sidekick on his podcast, Kelly Gramlich. Man, we're still going to try to try to get her on, man. Hopefully she can make it in 2022. She's busy, man. I mean, she's on the ACC network, obviously, with Mac as well in that podcast. But, you know, it might have been some of the harsh comments I made about Quackenbush on that Maclean episode. And it's probably going to keep us out. Hey, and one that we didn't mention, how can we forget Super Bowl champion Bradley Pinion? I mean, come on. b pin with the snacks. So I take a handful, throw them in my mouth, put them on one side of my cheek, yeah. move one side of flower seed into the middle, crack it open eat the seed, move the shell to the other side of my mouth. And I will move all the way through the sunflowers that are in my mouth, spit out all the seeds and then grab another handful, put them in my mouth. Now that is interesting. You keep <laughs> the empties on the other side? Keep the empties on the other side. Really? So you'll have okay. a, a big old wad of them on the right side. It always goes from right to left. I was right, right there with you until you get, you eat the seed, then you throw them away one at a time. Boom. in the cup. Totally agree. Yeah, that's See, what <laughs> happens is when your wife hogs, hogs the sunflower seeds bit cup, and you Facts. just have to keep taking it from her, <laughs> and then you finally figure out a way to get around that. That's right. So you, so you just adapt. 
that's every five minutes. Yeah, I like Whenever that. you yeah. retire, I feel like you could take that talent to America's Got Talent For and sure. possibly make a little run. Absolutely. Hey, I, I mean, I'm in. Listen, you, tell me, uh, you, you tell me how to sign up and I'll do it. Listen, Colin does the same with the hot dog eating contest. You keep three minis in the back, two buns in your mouth, pop them out one at a time. We got Nathan over here, ladies and gentlemen. Kobayashi. Yeah, that was huge, man, showing us his uh, – his championship swag, man. I mean, that was a huge, huge get, man. He's a great guy. Also, yeah. we can't, we have to mention Collins uh, speaking this coach into fruition as far as his favorite coach. Yeah. And then we get him on the pod two months later, Will Healy. Wow. Just a guy mm-hmm. that I think is going to be on a meteoric rise. It'll be cool to look back on that. Husband to Emily and dad to Eli and Wynn. And in my opinion, most importantly, he was featured on episode 30 of this podcast as my number one college football coach I'd want to play for. Ladies and gentlemen, head coach of the Charlotte 49ers, Coach Will Healy. Coach, welcome to the Power 5 podcast. Colin, obviously you do not know a whole lot of other coaches. Uh, I will introduce you to plenty that I'm sure would jump the rankings, but uh, I will – I will take the compliment for sure, and uh, glad to join you guys, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, like I said in the pre-show, man, really appreciate you joining us, you know, especially during football season. I know you're a busy guy. So really just kind of wanted to kick it off with, you know, just tell us something, uh, you know, about you that maybe most folks don't know that we don't see in a bio, that type thing. Well, you mentioned uh, my family, and uh, my wife and I met in seventh grade. We were at a a back-to-school cookout, and I was walking down the hill with one of my buddies, and there was a couple – they were all the new students that were in front of us, and there was a girl in a gray T-shirt that said fast-pitch softball in the back, and I looked at my buddy and I said, I'm going after fast-pitch softball. And, uh, you know, what, 15 years later we got married, and – you know, almost 20 years later, we've got uh, two kids and she, she lives a life with me, man. I, I think that it's so hard in this profession to find somebody. Look, it was, it was a memory of mine, you know, when we, when we were brainstorming for this episode, I mean, really tagged him, got interaction, got invited to club lit for, you know, what he's on the <laughs> pod. Uh, what a dude. Yeah, safe to say, you know, both Colin and Brant, you know, they had a couple crushes and they both were able to bring them on the pod. So I'm proud of them both, Ashley and uh, Will. Um, (laughs) But let me just say, guys, I think we still have that wish list out there. Tim Allen, you know who you are. Kevin Costner, you know who you are. I think this is certainly on the scale of things that are possible, but I'm further speaking it into existence. Tim, the tool man, Taylor Allen will be our 100th episode guest. Wow. Love it. A strong man. man. I'm going to put the wheels in motion. I'm going to start getting in his ear on Twitter, but I'm speaking it into existence. Our 100th guest, 100th episode guest will be Tim Allen. What a pull that would be. I love that. I got some goosebumps just saying, you hear and you say it. Are there any, uh, you know, wishful guy, uh, Devin Rattray? Maybe. I don't know if you guys have anybody in the new year. You're like, definitely got to get them on the pod. I, I think I'll have to get Walt up too long. Walt's a must, man. Walk to tape Ramona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I have no theories about why he's not coming on, but I, we're going to keep trying. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you something that I would like to, to have is some members of another podcast come on 
and roast you know, us. <clears throat> well, that and you know, you just kind of return the favor. I mean, you see that a lot of times, just podcast coming or pod hosts coming on each other's podcast to kind of promote that a little bit. That might be might be kind of cool. I've I've thrown out some invites to a few different podcasts. So far, we hadn't had anyone that we could make the schedule work, but you know, somebody that was cool to have that I would love to have on again, maybe next football season was SEC Mike. Hey, I got a quick question for you. I want to throw a little ball into our uh, South Carolina listeners. What What are your thoughts on the Beamer hire? How do you think they do? I, I doubt they come up in tonight's uh, top five, but, but just kind of your thoughts on Beamer and, and the addition and how he's been recruiting and stuff. Well, I'd, I'd put them firmly in the top five in South Carolina for what that's worth. But, uh, yeah, yeah, when they hired Beamer, was, you know, I wasn't honestly a huge fan of that. It's It screamed to me that, uh, you know, they had to pay this buyout for Will Muschamp and they, you know, they couldn't really do much better. And then I was told, you know, just wait, just wait. He's going to hire this elite coaching staff. And then he hires Clayton White, who I never heard of. He hired Marcus Satterfield, who I never heard of. And I was thinking, what the hell? I thought we were getting an elite staff here. But, you know, that being said, who cares if you win the press conference? I think the man has smashed it since he's been there. I think of all the coaching staffs in the SEC, the the first-year staffs I'm I'm talking about here, he's recruited better than any of them. He's gotten the fan base behind him better than any of them. And, you know, know, some people may mock that, but for what it's worth, that's what you got to do. I mean, he's doing better than Tennessee. He's doing better than Auburn. So uh, I think – I think he's doing a fantastic job and he crushed it at media days. I thought he was probably the best coach, uh, not just his day, but the entire SEC media day. So if I'm yeah. a Gamecock fan, I'm pretty fired up about, uh, you know, and start. I'd yeah. like to give him the credit to, for really giving us a little bump on social media. Yeah. Um, he kind of gave us a new demographic of, of listeners that I think just kind of got us going a little bit and and building us in in in, in an uphill climb of, of Twitter followers and I guess Instagram and because we were stuck for a while but once we had him on as a guest we really got a little bump. Yeah, I agree. I think it also kind of showed that it's fun to do a lot of different things, but we can always lean back on old faithful sports and get a lot of good content around sports and different sports and. Looking forward, not I don't want to look forward too much because we've had a good, cool year, but looking forward, like we've taken a lot of the low-hanging fruit yeah. as far as topics to rank. So we're really going to have to get creative in the new year just to, to keep it rolling. That's right. Kevin, Kevin, you're going to turn the big 4-0 in January. Is that correct? Correct. I would love nothing more, and you guys agree or disagree, to do the roast of Kevin Williams. Oh, we maybe bring Ash. We maybe bring somebody from your past. I don't know. But like we make an entire episode dedicated to the roast of Kevin Williams. Or maybe it's wow. an after, after he edits that episode, it will be four minutes long. <laughs> can we okay, can we talk about this? Like the fact some some of our older listeners know, you know, if you fought if you followed us since January little 17th, Deborah. You know, you know that Kevin has edited a lot of great content. Um, All from Brant. Because it it, it, it edged <laughs> the line to, to PG-13 a little bit and made Kevin uncomfortable. But oh, I will say that Kevin has come a long way. He's been more accepting of – so I, I will I will give a tip of the cap to Kevin. Totally agree uh, with that. 
I mean, at, at one point we couldn't talk gummies, but Christian had a whole log spiel last week. Belk Simpson, maybe an Upton's J.C. Penny. You know, as a father, you know, with your young son, you know, shopping for the misses. You know, those young ladies there, you know, taking care of you, maybe showing you something you like, and and this is what you say: you log, <laughs> not a log. I don't have a log. I mean, you know, if I had a log, not in the sense that you think I said I did. <laughs> Anyways, Christmas vacation, nineteen eighty nine, the iconic yes. Yule. I don't know if you said i have a log but um you know <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't say the word fanny you know i was going to edit fanny that's true fanny may bernie that's mac right. that's right all the you know the student loan say, corporations you know but you know one of the things that i will say you know looking back at at our topics here i'd say we've we've kind of spanned the list of things you know you guys we had that string of you know sports you know we've done multiple things about food. I think everybody knows our affinity for the nineties. You know, we've definitely, you know, hit on that a lot, but I think there's still some untapped potential out there, you know, for us to kind of think about, you know, things differently and, and what to rank. And I love the fact that we've got dedicated, you know, followers on Twitter and and friends and listeners, hashtag friends, the pod uh, who will answer our polls and, and maybe even help give us those topics they want to hear. So shout out to you guys. You're the only reason we still exist. If we can get a thousand downloads this month, Colin will shave his head. Or sing a song. Or That's sing. right. He's gonna Either sing way, your choice. I don't think I'm going to need to. I think we're, I think we're heading that way. I think it's, it's really cool to have, you know, obviously it's cool to have the support of your friends listening and give you ideas on topics. But the thing that gets me giddy is engagement with on social with somebody that you literally, you don't even have a friend who knows this person. Like it's somebody totally random. That's just engaged, engaged with the podcast. And it's just a fan from scratch like that. That gets me excited about the pod. Yeah, especially those ones where like their picture's not real and they invite you to this room. And <laughs> I'm getting some stats over here. You know, Colin, you mentioned shooting for a thousand episodes, and as at at time of recording, you know, we're we're just over approaching 625 downloads for the month of December. Now, our our record was set back in October. We had 914 downloads that that month. And I know we set a set a goal where you kind of spoke it into existence of getting a thousand downloads this month. And, you know, hopefully by the time this thing airs, we either surpass it or man, we're right there at it. We can have a, a good push. But just looking at some some statistics, man. 33 countries we we found our way into this year like 33 countries how in the world does some dudes from South Carolina talking about random stuff that really doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot find its way into 33 countries I mean Kenya Pakistan United Arab Emirates Brazil Slovenia, Japan, Sweden. I'm not going to list them all. But I couldn't name random. 33 countries for $100 right now. Wild, man. <laughs> you. Hey, big shout crazy. out to Canada and India as our top two. Well, you took two off the top. What I will say, guys, is, and I don't know, you don't have time to do this statistical analysis, but there are some familiar phrases that we have said a lot over the course of 48 plus 49 episodes. And I don't know if you've recognized this, but Kevin, it's mostly you, but you other guys say it is how about that? 
How about that? If you counted how many times we say, how about that? And I don't know if you picked up on the past couple of times. I've said it to make you guys laugh. I'll be like, how about that? Yeah. Like just to see if you catch on because it's said, I guarantee you on an average of like 12 times an episode, just yes. go back. And also, also I had a, I had a listener of the pod, uh, Daniel Malden tell us that we were using love it way too much. Like love he was it. almost like, you know, if somebody throws out a take, you're going to get a round of lovets before the love next it, guy comes. It. It's like you, y'all know. That's right. We're like kind of like managing each other up, like even yes. if it sucks. Like, yes. yeah, this guy's great. Yeah. Love it. Love that. Yeah, here's a take. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's kind of like how you end a text conversation. You finally just like the the person's reply or whatever, and that just officially ends it generally. Yeah. Also, who yeah. in the world would have thought like we certainly didn't we didn't think this starting it, but Macaulay Culkin has been mentioned 150 times. Tim <laughs> Allen, like there's just times. these there's just these guys, there's these actors, yeah. there's the, there's these small jokes that have just came out of nowhere, uh, really. And just all over the place. Jokes. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't. Do, do y'all remember Kevin's dinner? guest list oh how could i forget uh, I, I wanted to talk about, about how that, awful that was uh, <laughs> it's not earlier. awful who was awful on that chip games here we go so coming in at number five straight out of waco texas we got mr chip Gaines, uh husband of joanna Gaines, ceo founder creator of magnolia got all kinds of things out you know, with Magnolia, but, um, I've read Chip Gaines's autobiography called Capital Gains and man, just a really inspiring story. Just a, a blue collar, hardworking guy loves Baylor played college baseball at Baylor loves his family, loves being a good dad, loves being a good husband, pours every ounce of his energy into that, into his job, into his people that he's leading just an incredibly successful guy tons of humanitarian efforts and not to mention, man, he's just funny. I don't know if you've ever watched any of his stuff. He's got a pretty good Twitter feed as well, but just all around good. Dude. So coming in at number five is chip Gaines. Brand. I didn't think about where I would be taking these folks to dinner. However, I did look up my people's favorite meal if I could find it. So chip Gaines, favorite meal is comes from this restaurant called Vitex or Vitex which is in Waco, he orders something called the gut pack. And it's a 2.5 pound Frito pie slash barbecue plate. It's a bed of Fritos, beans, beef, barbecue pork, onions, jalapenos, all piled in this big to go container. That's he does not to be. He does not deserve to be on my top five. Place. And I have, yeah. I have I taken that. Did you back. apologize to Eddie Vedder? About that, yes. I have. I have. Professionally I, I gave him a call. Yeah, <laughs> I. You know, the biggest upset of pod history is better not being on that list of yours. Shocking. Yeah, was he, he on, on your list of zombie apocalypse? Even no, he wasn't. Well, that's just sad. Yeah, man, but a small in stature. <laughs> I don't want him on my zombie apocalypse. Too. Listen, Kevin. The thing about that is, like, it. What made it bad was that it was actually good you know what i mean like it was a commendable list of inspirational people and that falls in line with you professor williams but it was easy for us to pick fun at right because like know. it was like it was too good you know like everyone knew i was going to pick 
someone stupid, but we knew you were going to pick Chip and Joanna Gaines because of your affinity for Magnolia Farms clocks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can't wait. Hey, that's our summer vacation this year. Dude, I like that. You're going to yeah. WACA? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what was our what was our worst episode? I would probably not this one. Oh, I would gosh. probably no, I would probably don't do nominate don't do the it. one where we all came on with an idea and we and we just went at it. No, but the never have I ever. That was coming. I thought you were gonna say Kevin Costner. <laughs> oh, that was no, was no. that the one or was it a different one that Colin snuck us snuck up on us from out of town? That was, that, was, that was it. That was, that was it because we were like, Kevin, you're going to miss out on the Kevin Costner episode. And then Colin joins in. Where are you? Utah, Denver? Utah. Oh, my gosh. What is happening? Who invited this guy? What's up? Who is that? Oh, my God. Colin Shut Thompson up. making an appearance here. Hey, We've you been hacked. You joined right as Ryan is going to give us the topic for next week's episode. I like that. I like that. I just thought I would have a surprise drop in from Love it. beautiful Utah. Very nice. Very wow. Nice. Yeah, I it's beautiful. It's good yeah. to see your Utah out there. So that technically yeah. means that I was the only person to not have a, a perfect attendance. On well, that. I was on it listening to the 80s music, but couldn't talk. That's right. If that, that counts. I literally listened does, to the entire thing. Count. Okay, That's I was still there. Counts. Yeah. I think I was the only one to outright. Have but that was the night you made your child, right? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I have to look back. Remember that one night Brant said he couldn't record 10 minutes prior to the episode because he was yes. uh, having a child? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure I called it, too. Oh, you totally well, Why were you did. there? Why yeah. were you there? Brant was, was throwing out just crickets all week long on the thread, and Colin's like, Brant's not going to be on this one. That was like, what, 10 episodes in? We're like, I'm not sure Brant's going to make it to summer. Dude, shout out to all the episodes where I logged on and literally only had like two or three things. Oh gosh, I know. But I feel um, like you know, Brant is probably the most cultured. Like if you think, if you look at his list across the scheme of forty-eight episodes, I think Brant has an eclectic taste. Like you would, you look, you say Colin, you're like he's a you know, country boy through and through. But you see Brant, you're like Mary J. Blige <laughs> off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe Kravitz never heard of it, you know? Dude, I, I do love the fact that we all come – episodes can tend to go in a lot of different directions, just like coming on with 20 different things. We're all ranking a five list, and it could just go absolutely anywhere. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's a fun concept. Two, two great Brant moments that in my research for this episode I stumbled upon. Joan Rivers back in episode 14. I can't even really remember the context, but – you know, Maybe it was nonstop. John Rivers died during routine surgery, but we all know that is not true. That she was actually there was a hit put out for her by the Obamas. Um, we know that Joan Rivers joked that Michelle Obama is a trans male, and that she was shortly thereafter contracted and taken care of. Number three, Joan Rivers was hit by the Obamas. I've not heard that one. Nobody else probably will either. <laughs> we'll just oh, Joan Rivers goes in for a plastic surgery. Yep, yep. Goes that out routine surgery. That... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
fantastic. Uh, spoiler alert! You know, episode six. I remember it. Episode six. We were playing a music game where I was reading lyrics. Brant, yes, for the life of him, were. could not think of LFO and Summer Girls, and Christian oh, yeah. just swooped in and stole it from me. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if anybody gets this and how quick. From 1999, hip-hop marmalade spick and span met you one summer and it all began. Oh, ding. O-A-R. I mean, uh, 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 not O-A-R. Uh, it's something like that. Um, hold on. Ding. How much time do I got? How much time do I got? Three, two, uh, It's not O-A-R. It's something like ding. that. Ding. Do you know the name of the Ding. song, Brant? Abercrombie and Finch. That's not the Ding. I know it. Christian. LFO, Summer Girls. Two points to Christian. Oh I knew it was three letters. That was fun, hey, man. Those games. The Joan, the Joan Rivers take, that was on our Conspiracy Theories episode. And wasn't it something with the Obamas yeah. murdering Joan yeah, Rivers? She, yeah, she had a hit put out. Michelle Obama had a hit put out. On That's right. You know, I also had, when I was doing some research on here, my favorite Brant memory, and possibly, possibly, I'm not sure, but in my top five episodes was our zombie apocalypse episode. And Brant says that he wants Dolly Parton on his zombie apocalypse survival team. Yeah, he he talks about having this dream and Dolly Parton says, we just got to get to Tennessee, baby. We just got to get to Tennessee. I can imagine her saying a particular line, and that's really why I picked her. Coming in at number four, it's going to be Dolly Parton. And right when we're dropped into this world, she's going to grab me by the arm, and she's going to say, honey, we got to get to Tennessee. We got to get to Tennessee. And then we're just, like, trying to find our way to Tennessee. Like, and I just think it'd be hilarious. She's been around the block. When we, when we like break into a house to get a little respite, to get a little sleep, she's going to like sing and just kind of tell stories. So coming in number four, Dolly Parton. I mean, I never in a, in a million years would have imagined Dolly Parton <laughs> popping up on this list. I mean, what were the odds on that? Kevin, what were the odds on that? Oh, Vegas set the odds. Caesar Sportsbook set the odds at like 10,000 to there's not even an odd on that. Like, there's no. Look, you know what it's I'm awesome. learning from this is that this is something that is that is ex- that Brand is extremely passionate about. I mean, he <laughs> yes. listen. I mean, you sent the text out the other day with this idea. Yes. I think this is important. The listeners know that this was Brant's idea here. Okay, we yeah. jumped on board. We're like, yeah, this 100%. is it. All right, hundred percent. And the <laughs> fact that you've got this whole world created. And she's taking you to Tennessee and basically telling you that everything's going to be okay when you're scared to death and she's going to be on your team. I mean, that's next level. Brad, does it help that she's vaxxed? Uh, You know, in that world, who cares? I don't think so. I think the zombies got to. I'm rolling with Dolly either way. Hey, would you go to Dollywood tomorrow if she called you name tonight? That's all I'm doing. Oh, I like that. I like that. Hey, I'm a big Dolly guy. Dolly Parton. Wow. In the intro know. to that episode, Brant's talking about, like, guys, I mean, hey, would this be something, like, you would really want to 
want to do? I mean, would you want to be overtaken by some aliens? And dude, he was just getting all into this, into it, possibly more probed. than any other episode. Yes. Hey, I'm into it, man. I'm in. <laughs> and, and obviously I'm, I'm still choosing it. Like, yes, if, if we're all going to die at some point, let me go out in an apocalypse. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I got to tell you, in doing some research, this is pretty obscure, and I don't know if you guys even remember it, but the video game episode, which was a very random episode, it was episode 20. It took 20 episodes for Kevin to discover that Colin records every episode from his bed under the covers, and you stated that, and you were like, Colin is literally in his bed under the covers, and I've just discovered that 20 episodes into Here the Here we are, podcast. episode 20, which, by the way, that's pretty cool. Episode 20, 20%, 20% the episode 100. Anyways, episode, <laughs> that's right. Episode 20, and I think we all just learned tonight that Colin records from his bed every night. I had no idea. I I just thought you were perched up on a couch or a sofa or something. Just for clarification, it's (laughs) the spare bed. (laughs) And ladies, he is wearing a smile tonight. It's June. He's covered up. That's what I I mean. And I'm like, I'm kind of jealous because Colin is the most comfortable on the podcast every episode man. very comfortable yeah. just hanging out tell. man he's just hanging out <laughs> so a, a notable a notable memory for me is very fresh and it was all of us discovering that christian had not seen four mm. christmases it was one of the more which i'm still reeling over the fact that you haven't seen four christmases like you're a fraud now I oh mean, my man? gosh how am i a fraud that's that's I mean, a shot fired. Arguably, you get, can we can we put a poll clip? out there can we put a poll out there <laughs> You're arguably wish. the the biggest movie person I know. Yeah, but like I'm an obscure movie person. I never saw Titanic. What's that movie about? Big boat. I only saw the one disc, like Brand. I feel like I'm pulling a Dabo. Uh, that guy's a fraud, Lon. Hey, I don't. Th- yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're a fraud. I'm not. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Hey, I mean, he, Colin's such a Vince Vaughn apologist. It is concerning, though. <laughs> it is concerning that you haven't watched. I think when you watch it, you're going to really enjoy it, and it'll it'll go into the yearly rotation. Okay, I, I will take that. Why you have? Where have I been? That. Where have I been? Yeah, actually, absolutely. I'm, I'm actually, if you want to frame it this way, I'm jealous that you're about to watch it for the for first. the first. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a good absolutely movie. save it's it save it for now, baby. It's outstanding. Hey, what about I still that? love you, Colin? Hey, Bring what about this, this? baby? <laughs> That's the I don't even know what that one. is. Oh, the church scene, it's fantastic. Waddle yes. that child. All right. <laughs> Dwight Yoakum is the preacher. Is now, Jack what? Black in that one? No. And he might he may as well be everyone else's in the movie. You guys, I, I need to let you know the date is December 14th, and I have watched it in its entirety, and it was an automatic into my top ten and could potentially encroach the top five. I apologize to you guys and to everyone listening for not watching that movie. I do still consider myself a movie buff, a movie guru. For some reason, took a, took a night off, didn't watch that back in 08, and kind of was cocky and stuck my nose up towards it. And I apologize to Vince, to Reese, to Bobby Duvall, to Sissy Spacek, to the mom from Step Brothers. A great, great flick. Thank you guys for calling Hey, I was talking to my also- dad 
tonight about that and you know i got to hang out with him a little bit and he was talking about our christmas movies episode and he said out of all of our episodes here we are on episode 49 he said he laughed the hardest when colin called christian a fraud for not watching four christmases (laughs) well well colin you know that was his first real like shot you know he was like appalled by that you could tell it wasn't like fabricated like he was like shock and awe over there right there's just two things that christian knows and it's music and movies and the fact that he (laughs) had not seen a comedy such as four christmases just was appalling to me well, the third thing I know is to never wear gym shorts without a tie around Colin because he's bound to pants me in front of a former flame. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, that's we... uh, insider information <laughs> right there. <laughs> hey, can we talk about this a little bit? Can we talk about things that we have done for the pod? Okay, hashtag for the pod. Early on in the podcast, Man, I was getting absolutely railroaded, and hey, deservedly so for the denim shirt. Okay, the denim shirt with a tie. Uh, Brent, he's like, "Hey, next time you wear it, you gotta send a picture out on the pod thread," which I did. Which I did. I think we've all done some things for the pod. You know, recently we have asked our fellow pod member Colin to sing a little bit on on the pod so maybe in 2022 we can get colin to sing a couple bars of a song that's a new year's resolution <laughs> it's doubtful <laughs> it's doubtful colin, we'll, we will you see have where some. we're at you have so if you go back to the music episode where we were playing that game colin was singing like this reading the <laughs> bars line by line and i was like that is classic because colin you weren't even trying, I don't think, but you have a like a shtick, like something about you that listeners of the pod are like, that's Colin's thing, but you're not trying to make it your thing. Like, I think that's people thought thing. you're kind of the cynical guy, the like straightforward guy. And so it's just funny that like you're not trying to be that, you're just being yourself. We'll get to 100 episodes and see. <laughs> hey, how about let's go back to episode one, Little Deborah, which is by far. Our most downloaded episode. I mean, we're pushing because it's the first one, I guess. But man, even <laughs> this month, like fifteen random downloads. Here we are. It's almost a year old, and we're still getting little Deborah downloaded. Unfortunately, little Deborah has not decided to tweet back at us, even though we've tweeted at them several times. But, anyways, one of my favorite things on this episode was we're talking nutty bars, and in this episode, every single little Debbie cake that Christian mentions, he throws a little bit of silence of the lambs in there, a nice Chianti and some fava beans. Okay. Oh, Every why? single one. Well, <laughs> I don't know why. He's, he's talking about the nutty bar. So I get and the rabbi makes his first appearance on there. I'm like, yeah, I think that's the rabbi and miss Jean's favorite. <laughs> and we were comparing the, the Swiss yeah. cake roll to the nutty bar. And you're like, which one? <laughs> and for whatever reason, I thought you meant which one of them do I like or love the most. And <laughs> right. I'm like, I love them both. I love both Gene and Barry. I remember that. Same. I was like, you and don't have to choose Kevin. Yeah. Brant dies laughing in this, which is which is great because you just get that like deep laugh just kind of in the <laughs> in the background, man. But it was a funny moment that eat I remember. Hot, eat them old, eat them not. I mean, whatever you want, really. Have one. <laughs> <laughs> 
have, have one stick, have two, have half a stick. I don't know. <laughs> hey, do you peel the layers? Do you peel the layers of the naughty bar? Listen, nothing goes better with some fava beads and a nice Chianti. I'm going to say the Swiss cake roll is better than the Nutty Bar. Get out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was, I'm pretty sure that's my in-law's favorite. Miss Jean, <laughs> Rabbi, love you. Which one? No, both. No, I mean, which cake is their fave? The, the Nutty Bar. The Nutty Buddy. Oh, bar. they have them like in their garage freezer, I think. Oh, they... I love that Christian said which one and Kevin said both. <laughs> Good answer. He loves, he loves them both. Yeah, Kevin. It was Glad never a question. Oh, hey, oh that, that's a classic. I totally remember that. That episode, like, remember at the beginning of episodes when you would clip something? So, yeah. like, our first line to open our first pod is, like, eat them however you want. Or yeah. Like, Brand had another line that was like that. that was, eat them cold. Right, eat them and eat them not. Eat them not. Like, right, we had some classic <laughs> openers that are just, like, could be outtakes but were hilarious and kind of in that same vein so brant always gave us the like george jones or like the country so you know (laughs) so i want to hear one of those and then kevin i want to hear another version of you i don't know if you remember this the wrestling episode where you did the full-on macho man opener yes give me more of that because that is on a top five list of like moments is kevin's oh miss elizabeth oh yes (laughs) oh yeah hulk hogan i remember way back when the mega powers were bonded yeah you made a lot of promises to the macho man randy savage didn't you promises that you didn't keep i remember one specific one year you promised elizabeth would never be in a dangerous position you promised didn't you hulk hogan and who had to come in and make the critical save the macho man randy savage covering from i gotta have also with the wrestling episode Colin just absolutely just scrambling to come up with it and then just being like, I know five hating wrestling. (laughs) Hey, I powered through though. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how about episode? How about this too, man? This was just speaking of Colin and scrambling a big memory that I have that we have mentioned out of 49 episodes. We've probably talked to Colin about his food on 15 to 20 episodes and just some of his his insane takes or comments about food just some some that come to mind obviously most recently at Thanksgiving him drafting ham and turkey you know is his first two picks he's riding the meat that's, that's, that's what, what you got, got. yeah all that's right. right all right I'll allow it I will uh I will continue to ride the meats here and we'll take turkey say that again <laughs> I mean <laughs> Oh boy! Colin Let's talk turkey, high. Colin. What you got, buddy? <laughs> Colin, we have the meats. He's got the meat sweats over here, guys. You can't oh, see them, but we can. I mean, oh, man. enough about that, Colin. What are you picking? <laughs> yeah, let's go with a uh, roll. It is. It is what it is. It is what it is. The list <laughs> is dwindling here. You're dwindling. All right. So, what are you picking? What is it? I said turkey. Oh, we didn't hear you. I'm sorry. We just heard you. Turkey. A little bit louder now. All right. All some right. turkey. What, what kind Colin's of turkey? Colin's got all meat on his plate right now. 
He's just eating thin sliced boards. Ham and, ham and turkey. <laughs> we even send out his, his Thanksgiving plate, oh, which man. was the saddest. I mean, so the saddest, sad. pitiful Look, little plate I've it, ever seen. It, it almost looked like a 95-year-old woman's plate to be on fair. a restricted diet. <laughs> it, to be fair, of, of the Thanksgiving <laughs> meals you pick the worst pick that you had that's what you had on thanksgiving day right yes that was the play that was on you pal oh listen hey but not only that man we've got the trolley worm as a as a as a snack sour bright crawlers Mm. more commonly known as just you know the sour gummy worms big fan of those they get a little messy in the car don't love it got to be kind of careful with it but uh I really struggle with drinks on these because I don't really think you can have like a Coke or Dr. Pepper or anything. So it's water is really the only option for me on these. A great uh, choice. That is a great choice. Yeah, those are, that is a good candy. So if you've got a little worm, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow uh, it. If you've got like half green and half red, I mean, we, 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 we go and we biting off. <laughs> Are they different flavors? Are we are we biting the green and eating that by itself? Are we going full combo with the green and the red? How how are we eating that thing? It's it's really two two strategies. I mean, one strategy you're biting half and half. The other strategy is you're just throwing the whole thing in and kind of letting it sit there for a minute, Uh, and then and then biting it all. (laughs) Well, you got to be careful because they regenerate, Uh, and then you got a full on worm. (laughs) I don't know where this went. anyways we've got um dry nugs oh we got dry nugs we got ribs (laughs) you know but kind of my my memory little berries off highway 20 yes i instantly asked (laughs) yes colin was obsessed with a hot with mcdonald's on that one that episode that was so good (laughs) love it but you asked colin when's the last time you had ribs look i don't i don't waste time uh with something i don't like kevin (laughs) <laughs> that's great what i want to know is did we make any bold predictions i know i made some really terrible crappy ones like with the cowboys and super bowls like i don't know if if these are like within this decade but we're gonna have to go back to this season to see what we did in the next few years to see if any of our predictions either came true or were terrible yes i definitely think good. hot takes and bold predictions are going to be a staple for the pot like oh, yeah. we're always yeah. going to be able to do those that's right throw pet one of peeves those too pet peeves pet yeah. peeves yeah hey Absolutely. christian you mentioned george jones how about this was hot takes episode actually hot takes volume one that's episode 11 it was brant's number one hot take when he said that George Jones was the most overrated of all the so-called legends, Colin and Brant get into like a four to five minute argument about George Jones. And Colin is just absolutely in disbelief that Brant has this take and they get into it. It's one of the funniest moments of the pod going all the way back. All right. Number one for me. um, And I'm probably going to have to, have security escort me to my car on Monday afternoon. <laughs> you can't be a country music legend if you're not even the best George in your genre. George Jones is the most overrated country music Ooh. of all time. Colin. His voice is terrible. Most overrated of all time? 
most overrated country music singer of all time of the legends of the supposed legends okay. that's not like, only a bad take it's the worst thing i've ever heard <laughs> don't add him either is is george jones the best george in country music yes or no that's not what your hot take was. That is the hot take. Your hot take was you that can't George be Jones a legend if you're not even the best. Is George, George Michael best, considered country? That's, that's two simple yes or no questions in a row that Colin hasn't answered. Yeah. We, well, he's he's stating three things in his hot take. I mean, which um, what is it? Is he? I thought we were talking is hot he overrated. Is he overrated or is he not the best George in country music? Both are true. But which? What's the hot take? Both. What was the third one, Colin? Pull them apart and take them one at a time. They're both true. He's not overrated. He's not the best George in country music, but he's not overrated. So you halfway agree with me? I agree with one of two (laughs) statements. But you love George Jones, Colin. You've got to stand on this and die on this hill. If you don't stand for this. (laughs) If you don't stand for this, you might as well put ham on your pizza and buy a dog. That's right. Brand, I agree, and I mentioned this to Colin probably like three years ago. I don't even know if he remembers this, and he went and he had a fit at that moment about it as well. But I like the I, take. Thank you, I appreciate it. I believe it's correct. Stand so by. What, what's correct? He's not overrated. <laughs> he's not a country music legend. That, that's that's. Ooh. He's overrated. That's tough. Well, you said he was a legend. You did say George Jones is the most overrated legend of all time. Right, right. But now he's saying he's not a legend. Not in his eyes. I mean, what is No, supposed legend. I mean, you sound like Obama at a press conference. What is it? (laughs) He's not one. He's not not a legend. But, But people like you and other country music fans put him in that category of a country music legend because he belongs in that category. Yeah, but my take is that Luke Bryan and uh, Florida Georgia Line. Colin, I mean, are you planning to listen to Finally Friday tomorrow since it's Friday? I'm going to call Brian at 6 a.m. blaring it. That's a pretty good song. I mean, I think if anybody else did that song, it would be a better song. <laughs> Except get your motor running for a while. <laughs> it's terrible. I like it. Good to stand by. Still, oh yeah, me off. I remember that. Kevin's still curious. Would you rather have a uh, a punch to the face or a kick to the mouth? Oh, that gosh, was a good man. moment too. Yes. Brant's shot and concern for Kevin's well being and taking a Tyson punch. <laughs> Would you rather yes. take phenomenal. a punch to the face from Mike Tyson or a kick to the face from Conor McGregor? Hmm. Mm. Well, are you? Are we taking, saying Tyson is prime. Tyson is prime. Yeah, yeah. Both of these gentlemen in their prime. Okay, and I'll answer first. I'm taking a punch. I feel like from Mike uh, Tyson. Listen, I mean, it's it's the would you rather? It's one of the. You're thinking of the gloves. You're talking about with gloves on or with yeah, a bare yeah, knuckle yeah, yeah. sandwich. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> with his. You know, he's wearing his black trunks with boxing gloves on, and he just nothing else. Just absolutely destroys me. I think there's <laughs> a more me there's with a punch. I think there's a likelier uh, scenario where he kills you than Conor McGregor. <laughs> I don't know. Man. <laughs> yeah, you choose. Listen, you can I, do that if you want. Listen, I, Mike Tyson. You know, these, Mike these were my two. 
both of them <laughs> may kill you. Might kill you. Both of them may. I mean, you know, if you're wearing a glove, it's soft. If you go back and listen to that, which what was that? That was our random question. So I don't know what episode that was off the top of my head. Let me look at that real quick. Um, episode, episode thirty-eight. Episode thirty-eight. So yeah, I was given my criteria on would you rather, and right before I said my number five would you rather, which was, you know, would you rather take a shot to the face, a punch to the face from Mike Tyson in his prime, or a kick to the face from Conor McGregor? But right before that, Brant says, you know, this was pretty much the genesis of the pod because these are the types of stupid conversations that that we have just on a regular basis, and you just throw it out and talk about it, which which I thought was was perfect because that's ex- exactly right. But, man, not only was that a good would you rather on the random questions episode, the funniest part was when we throw out would you rather clog the toilet at the Christmas party or would you rather not have any toilet paper at the Christmas party? And Brant starts talking about cake walls. For you. Okay, you're at an office Christmas party. There's only one toilet, okay? It's not designated men or women's toilet. It is just the only toilet. We've got roughly 50 to 60 people at this office Christmas party, okay? You ready? Would you rather clog the only toilet at the office party or would you rather poop at the office party and discover that you have no toilet paper after you're finished? Well, let me just, I, I, my initial reaction is if you clog, that's going to get around quick. <laughs> I mean, people are going to be talking. So I'm thinking I'm dealing with the personal unpleasantry of having just caked walls. Oh. <laughs> and you're going to stay at the party. Let's be honest. Either way, I'm dipping out. Yeah, so at least stop it up and then jump and leave. Like, I'm not going to walk around with cake walls. Your, this is your office. Uh, I mean, this is it, like, man. Yeah. Give me, look, I'm just kind of penguining it on out of there. Just leaving. Brant said, give me I'm some of that stopping. 11 by 17, and I'm going to wipe that thing. Yes. <laughs> I think you got clogged. You're going with clog. I think you got a clog and jog, baby. Are you are you clogging and getting on out of there? Yeah, absolutely. But but, old plumbing. I mean, you you know as well as I do. Are you talking about your own? I haven't gotten that those two words out of my memory bank. I've been thinking about that every time I go into a bathroom and like some old guy has caked up the walls of the the toilet. But caked walls could be your own walls. I don't know. Mm. Absolutely. It's a hyperbole. That was a no brainer for me. Really? (laughs) Oh man. You know, I will say one thing about the pod as we've said this before, the pod is educational and the pod is an influencer. You know, you guys have forced me to watch movies I've never seen. I think we've, you kind of, we've gotten out there and be like, we gotta go check out that music, you know, like maybe even read a book, you know, maybe even learn history, maybe learn a country or two for me. Thank you to professor Williams. Absolutely. Look, we talked about this a minute ago, the, the the episode, but I want to come back to it. Was our first episode our greatest topic ever? I don't think so. Little Debbie's was strong. It was good. 
That's why we picked it. That's why we picked yeah. it. First. But you know what? Opener. Y'all, if you remember this, when we were trying to figure out what to have as our first episode, we actually said we don't want to come out with our best yes. for our first episode. Yes. We were like, we don't want to come out with just the, the best for the very first one because then we yes. then we would just be falling, falling behind that. But it turns out if you're looking at episode downloads, I mean, it clearly was our best. I think it but, far exceeded our expectations. Yeah. As yeah, to how good sure. that episode would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's something easy to rank. And I think maybe that's why it is like it's so objective, too, or subjective, excuse me. But it's it's something that everybody's got some experience with. Everybody's had little Debbie cakes and, you know, some big Debras at the gas station. Shout out Jay Bagwell. That's <laughs> what he calls those supersized Christmas oh, trees, yeah. and Oak, which, by the way, small ones are better. How many how That's many listeners do you think we forced to go buy a box of some kind of little Debbies after they listen? I mean, I think it we did. It's at least yeah, double at digits. At least two or three. Yeah. I think it's double digits. Maybe. You guys are how crazy it is that, you know, a full year almost of the pod, right? And you know, we've seen, you know, Super Bowl champ Buccaneers. We've seen, you know, a March Madness where someone didn't fill out a bracket. You know, we've seen all the seasons come and go. I mean, so much has happened over this year, man. I mean, been through a lot. So it's been, it's been sweet. And also as we wrap up the year, man, we just got to take a moment to give a shout out to all of our sponsors, you know, that supported us through the year. Spice Logistics, Sugar Maze, the Ultimate Driving School, and the Green Fish Guide Company all hopped in, you know, at, at various levels and for various number of episodes, but appreciate them all the same you know, for supporting the Power 5 podcast throughout 2021. Absolutely. Yeah, how about that, man? Yeah, you know, every one of those folks that took a shot and just wanted to advertise and sponsor with us, we certainly appreciate that. And, man, if you ever need those names or contact info, you can certainly message us out on social media and, and we can get those to you. But, um, yeah, big, big thank you to, to those folks that have sponsored us this year. And the you thing about that and the thing, sorry, Christian, the no, thing about it. that, man, is, is, you know, we all, you know, at least one or two of us know every single person involved with those organizations or somebody involved in those organizations. And they really are, you know, top, top notch at what they do. So, by all means, give them a shot if you've got a need that that they can handle. Absolutely. And, you know, I was going to say, you know, what I would like us to do, you know, we were talking about it earlier is was Little Debbie's our favorite episode. I'd like to hear from from the pod listeners and the fans. You know, I'm not saying we put all 48 episodes up there, but, you know, maybe we we put up put up a poll up there, man, and, and see what what the fans thought. So I'd like to know. I like that. Yeah, we could we could possibly do that. Yeah, I would like to know what the fans think of of about as as far as our guests, what their favorite guests were. Um, kind of kind of seed them potentially and put them in a poll based on downloads. I don't know. It'll be it would be interesting to to see what they like. But hey, Hey, just one one final moment uh, that I I think didn't get mentioned that should be mentioned: the world champion Atlanta Braves. Absolutely. We did after the series. Go ahead and do our favorite all-time Braves. We still chopping. Oh, yes, man. Oh. Trip down memory lane. Yeah, let's I, go. I remember the six listen. weeks ago tonight. 
Man, Sign good Freddy. call. Remember when you guys, how down and deflated we were in that Dodger series when we blew that lead that yes. night? Yeah. I remember just the, the, the terror and the fear in your voices. Yeah. Because I was right there with you. We almost didn't record that night. Yes. And we yes. did. And now we're sitting here. Definitely, we're like, it feels significantly bad. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the series, but it ain't good. I remember Brant. We were all kind of licking our wounds a little bit. Brant's like, man, you got to you gotta find a way to win one out of the next two somehow. You got to find a way to, to win one. And Gumman, if they didn't come back in game five, man, or game four, whichever yeah. one it was, and just absolutely beat the brakes off the Dodgers. Yes, yes. Beautiful. Yeah, all um, it took was Colin to go to Atlanta for a game six to say, no, no, we're not ready yet. Hey. Game five. Either way. Bad, whatever. Either way, right? Hey, also shout out wives for putting up with us for all these hours spent doing this. I mean, they hate us. I mean, we actually devoted an episode to that. If you haven't heard it, episode 39, but. And to the girlfriends who stuck a, with us. It's a yes. labor. It's a labor <laughs> of love, man. I, and I, I think, uh, I think, you know, I speak for Christian and Brant, Kevin, when, you know, I, we acknowledge you probably put in the most work for sure, yes. editing and all that. So many thanks to you for making this, making this thing go around. Yeah. He is the pod father, the, the pod, pod father, father for, a reason. for sure. As we bring 2021 to an end, everybody give me like one or two subjects or topics that you definitely want to rank here in the near future on on the pod that man you just can't wait too much longer to to rank this because it's just kind of something that you're passionate about maybe you're holding back and i, I don't, i'm gonna start okay everybody knows i love pearl jam i've mentioned that on probably 47 out of 49 episodes but man early january apparently coming out with their tour schedule in the spring hope to the good lord that we're still playing some live music in, in the spring, but when Pearl Jam announces their tour schedule, I would love to go and rank some Pearl Jam songs. That is the impossible rank for me, but that's that's one topic I feel like the Power Five Pod should should definitely rank. I'll, I'll you think, but yeah, I mean, I'll jump in there and say this: that um, the music episodes are among my favorite. I think in the first quarter of next year, we have to do a 70s, our top five 70s song. I think I just think it'd be a great episode. I like it. Only Kevin can really, really get in line with the 70s as that was his era. But, uh, you know, really looking forward to uh, to bashing Kevin's age again in the new year. I think uh, definitely 90s. Like I like the Pearl Jam and maybe even the 90s alternative rock, either bands or songs. You know, I think. We've got potential. Did we do like one hit wonders? I don't know. We maybe not, but I mean like that's a possibility. There's so much in the music genre that we could tap into. And one that I would like to do, you know, I mentioned TV moms as like a a topic, but what about like TV crushes that you had when you were a kid? And uh, you know, I'd love to get a female guest on for that to kind of hear who their, you know, guy crush was or whatever, you know, was it Zach Morris? Was it AC? Was it Dustin Diamond? You know, you like the nerdy type. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Tease and peace. Tease and peace all day. Yeah, I think uh, obviously, man, so much there with the music aspect of it. 
I think, um, you know, an untapped area that we really haven't done anything on. And I know at least uh, a couple of us are big readers, man, but there, there could be some opportunities from, from the books side of things. You know, some of the best books we've read or most interesting or things like that could be a, a good topic for 2022. Just make sure you get a guest for that one. I am going to be out of town. Uh, as Colin <laughs> said, a couple of us on the pod read books. And shout out to Fauci, the Omicron. Shout out to January 2022. It's not going to prevent Pearl Jam from playing. All right, guys, just make sure you get your fourth and fifth booster. Uh, no, we'll be on like seventh and eighth by then, no doubt, right? I mean, seventh and eighth. I've stopped counting. Omicron's ending it all. It's putting but it it's in. not going it to end the, the Power 5 pod. Good stuff, fellas. Well, hey, right. happy holidays. Happy New Year. I've enjoyed it. I love it. You know, I've thrown out a lot of like – bets like if this happens i'm gonna quit if this happens you know kick me off the pod but guys i'm I'm still here strong ready to kick off a new year so love it hey next episode is gonna be big episode five zero can't wait for that man 50 2022 big things coming we'll be finishing off tubes of chapstick getting a thousand <laughs> downloads in a month mm. reaching 8500 before we get to episode 53 Lots of goals to attain. We're looking forward to it. Kevin Costner, Tim Allen on the horizon, Kelly Gramlin, Walt Deptula, Macaulay Culkin. Devin Rattray. We're doing big things in 2022. We appreciate our listeners joining us. We can't wait for episode 50. We'll see you then. Say goodnight, Kevin. Kevin.